0: Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens.
1: Welcome once again to TC Live. As we drive down Peachtree Street in Atlanta to live tennis in 30 minutes, we are going to firstly reverse back to all the day's action that has happened before the second of the semi finals from the Big A gets underway. It's a match that features Alexander Vukic up against Ugo Umber. A first semi for Vukic, a second semi final in successive weeks for Umber. But coming up, on the show, it was a matchup of American muscle. JJ Wolf and Taylor Fritz battled it out for a spot in tomorrow's Atlanta Open final. Igor Svante double dipped in Warsaw, the world number one, played a pair of matches until she ran into an undefeated opponent. we Will explain. And who would emerge with the glass slipper in Hamburg? Both had the right to be the belle of the ball. All that and more coming up. Yes, the Cinderella story in Hamburg very much. Somebody that's had a Cinderella story of our own, Tracy Austin, welcome to T C Live. Nice to you see you. You too.
2: I've been watching you all week. You're doing a fantastic job. You need page. to get
1: you need to get more <laughs> in your life, Tracy, that's for sure. And Jimmy Harris, welcome back again once again. But can I just quickly say, Jimmy, Stanford, back in the final of a tour event for the first time since two thousand and nineteen. Stunning.
3: You know who he looks like? Stan Wawrinka. He's playing yeah. exactly like the Stan Wawrinka that I remember from when he was winning the three majors. He's ripping the backhand. He's serving pretty big, hitting the forehand. Well, he hasn't dropped a set on the way to a final. It's amazing these players that started. He would turn pro in 2002. Wow. To still, in 23, still be fighting to make the After final. After all of, of
2: these surgeries I and know. these injuries and the foot problems and the knee problems and still passionate. He said, Tracy. actually...
3: There's a chance for you. No
2: to come back. You too. No
1: he said, tarring you know, is a thing. <laughs>
2: and he said, you know, maybe I'll maybe he's thinking about quitting for a while. And when you see him play like that, you're just so excited. That backhand, the way he's striking the ball and and the way that he's going deep now, and the finesse. We forget about the finesse that he has. That was really beautiful today.
1: It was beautiful to see him back, and he has been a lighthouse for Swiss tennis. Somebody that's been a lighthouse for American men's tennis in recent times is Taylor Fritz, and he was battling it out there against a fellow American, J.J. Wolf, Tracy.
2: Yeah, and this was always gonna be about big hitting and lots of power, but it's Taylor Fritz who was able to get the break so early in the first set, JJ Wolf played kind of a, a, a poor first service game. And Taylor Fritz, you give him that opening and he is going to take it. Taylor has played well, better with each match that he's played in Atlanta. Nice to see him in the forecourt. So he took that early break and finished oh, the set out beautifully, barely losing points on his serve. We know that he can hit his spots so well. J.J. Wolf competed well in the second set. His serve is massive. His forehand, the combination of the two, that first strike tennis really kept him in this second set. But uh, it's Taylor Fritz who just had that extra gear to go to, as we know that he does. He's playing well in the heat, covering the ball just enough because we saw in his opening round, balls were flying. But uh, Taylor Fritz, good anticipation here, but too much firepower and the athleticism. From J.J. Wolf, he's co- close to his career high, and we know that he's continuing to move forward, loves to play on hard courts. A loose game in that 11th game from Wolf. He made three unforced errors in a row, and the way that Taylor was serving, we knew that it was gonna be tough to get the break.
1: Yeah, that was a tough match. Taylor threw to his 11th career final, five and five for the number one American, but thrilled to get back into the championship match.
3: It was really solid. I, I served well the whole match. Whenever I was in trouble, I played. Uh, I played a lot of good points, and I, yeah, I just did what I was supposed to do, and didn't really give him much.
1: Yeah, he did the right things at the right time. Never easy to take on a a fellow American as well, especially as you're the one that's supposed to win Jimmy. You've been in that situation a number of times. No,
3: you always do feel a little extra pressure for whatever reason when you're playing a countryman, and this is the first time they met each other. J.J. Wolf, up and coming and young, so Taylor Fritz wants to make sure he's still the man. He's number one in America. What I love about Taylor is his post-match interviews when he says, I am so happy. (laughs) happy. I, I, I love that every time I see it. He has, as Tracy said, he started the tournament not really being able to feel his ground strokes at all. Just serving well. Yes. And he serves so well that he still makes it through each round. Now he's starting to feel the ground strokes. He's going to be tough to beat. In the final.
1: Yeah, and that's not the first time it happens to players. Is it? I remember Andy Roddick saying one of the times that he won in San Jose, Tracy, that he didn't play particularly well in the first couple mm-hmm. of rounds, but found his best tennis for the final. I mean, that's what players like yourself do. They find their best tennis at the back end of these tournaments.
2: Yeah, I think we forget how hot it is in Atlanta. He plays with gut on the mains, that has a little more pop, and I think he was really struggling to find the control against Wu Yibing in in that first match that he played. Started covering the ball a little bit more, and you get used to the heat, the ball spraying. Maybe tightened up his strings. Don't know, but tightened up his strings a pound or two that he got more control. But again, he had a great training block right after Wimbledon. Lost early in Wimbledon to Emer. I think it was the second round in Mm -hmm. five sets. So had a good training block in Carson for 10 days. I think he's really pumped to do some damage in the summer hardcourt season.
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how he continues to get on. The last four majors haven't been great for Taylor. He's trying to build some momentum heading into New York. We're going to take you over to Europe into what was Cinderella land. It was going to be a maiden title for either of these two players. Norman Noah Akuge or Aranska Rus, 32 years of age. Tracy, it was a special day.
2: It really was. They are on the opposite extremes of their career. You have Rus on this side, the forecourt, and she's 32 years old has never won a WTA title, so this is an opportunity for her. Akuge on the other side, she's 19 years old, first WTA Tour tournament, actually, that she's ever played. So she gets all the way to the finals as a wild card. Two lefties against each other. A lot of topspin, heavy hitting, very physical match, but it's the veteran that just has a little bit extra. She just seemed to handle the moment better really nice moment actually for both players Okuge has such a bright future ranked in the 200s still have ranking will rise immensely and she's really announced herself this week but Jimmy you always remember your first WTA title and in her early 30s this is a special moment
3: it's amazing the contrast between these two you have someone that's tried for year after year after year finally wins finally makes a final and wins a title in Roos and Eighth time, first time is eighth person this year getting a first title, but not many of them are 32 when they get the first title. And I title. love
2: that the year started at 117 and now she's 42, so I think that gives hope for so many players out there, you know, that concerted after effort after so much time. Really starting to, to show.
1: Yeah, and obviously, you know, a bit of sadness for her this year as well. Her father passed away a few months ago, so uh, she is managing to put that behind her and produce some incredible tennis from her perspective at the age of 32. That trophy, by the way, incidentally, when you look at it, isn't just random bits of yellow all array around it. It was the championship point from last year, so they've put a lot of thought oh, wow. into that. Yeah. That would have been one of yours, Jimmy, because you wouldn't have had one of those big aces down the middle. It
3: definitely would have been, there would have been a few lines, no question.
2: It would have been one big forehand.
1: (laughs) Boom. Tracy, you won the first ever tournament you played, didn't you? There I, is a, there is, there is a trophy. There it that's is. a lovely little bit of design. That, that is the, the final rally of the championship point on a trophy. Oh, first wait. time I've ever seen that. But Tracy, you won your first ever uh, title, didn't you? The tournament you played.
2: I did. I was 14 and about two weeks old. <laughs> All right, old. that's just wrong.
1: <laughs> they shouldn't have allowed you to play. Shouldn't
2: have allowed me. I'm oh, kidding. I'm kidding. Come on.
1: But, yeah, and and just start asking about Noma, how do you think this will impact? Mm -hmm. Obviously, the expectation level is going to go through the roof in Germany. She was looking to be the first champion. since Steffi back in 1992. Mm -hmm. They've been desperate for somebody to come through. She's got a lot to navigate.
2: Yeah, you know, it's funny because I don't think of it that way at all. What I think of is that she's now erased a lot of doubts, a lot of question marks. Where does my game match up? Can I make the transition? Can I play against the the top 100 players in the world. And the answer to all of that is a resounding yes. So what a week for her. And just the confidence that she was able to build in her own game, it's just wonderful.
3: I actually thought, as I said yesterday, she was going to win the final. I thought the way she had looked in the tournament, she has a nasty forehand, great touch, moves well. I think she was just awfully nervous in the Mm. final. Did not make a ton of unforced errors in that final. So didn't play her best match. But she's announced herself. She's going to be a player on the tour. This, this tournament sort of solidified that, just as Tracy said. She
1: knows she has this level. Yeah, the champion's mentality that Tracy's talking about. Somebody that hasn't been a champion since the Nitto ATP finals in 2021 is Sasha Zverev. And he was looking to get back into the final, Jimmy, here in Hamburg.
3: And he was playing Arthur Feast, who is an amazing talent himself, who had taken out Ruud, Rude 11-4 in the last round. Neither of these players dropped a set coming into the semifinal, and it was all Zverev to start things. He covers the court so well at 6-5 or 6-6, six, six, running beautifully, and the two weaknesses that he sometimes shows, his second serve and forehand, and unfortunately for Feis, it never showed up today. He made a tough last game. This last game was an amazing game. There were just absolute rockets being hit by Feis, and it's unfortunate that this is how it ends. Another scrambling defensive shot from Zverev. And it finds the back of the line. The last game, some of the best ball striking I've seen. Arthur Peace's forehand is massive. It was a huge win for Sparrow. I think he's close to
1: looking like he once did. He's so rangy and difficult to beat. It'll be interesting to see what Gera can bring against him in the final. He was just a little bit too good for the Chinese stuff.
3: Yes. Lazlo Gera is a spear. Without a huge serve, the rest of his game to me is very good. He he moves beautifully, hits big off both wings when he wants to. He changes the pace. He's got touch. He's more of a clay court player, and he just had a little too much for Zhang. Zhang Zhang made a nice run to a semifinal. Chinese players are suddenly coming on in the men's game. He was the first one to get into the top 100. If he had won this match,
2: he would have gotten to the top 50.
3: And is that the first? That would have been the first male. So... He didn't win this match as Lazlo Gera actually dominated for for most of that match. It should be an exciting final. I think Gera, I I looked at his stats last year. He played 19 tiebreakers. He lost 18 of them. It's hard to get your ranking. The the fact that he's ranked as high as he is, he loses every tiebreak. That's tough to do. So I guess... Play Zverev in the final. He better make sure
1: there's no tiebreaks. Yeah, uh, he's going to have to try and find a way to get a set because he's yet to do that against Zverev, who leads the head to head 2 0. Zverev, certainly the favourite going into that. He is sneakily back inside the world's top 10 in the race. And when you're given where he started this year with the ankle problems and the lack of confidence, the German has done very well to get himself into that particular stage. That's at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. As for the world number one, who is playing at home this week in Warsaw she produced a couple of lights-out performances we'll describe that in a moment much more to come here on TC live
0: witness history at Roland Garros where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens
1: will be bigger than ever. The Mubadala City D.C. Open is now a combined ATP and WTA 500 level event on the U.S. Open Series. Tune in to Tennis Channel and T2 for complete live coverage from Washington beginning Monday at noon Eastern. What comes to mind when when you see this? What's this? <laughs> oh, man, that's, that's, that's me with a bunch of
3: cold steak that I'm about to grill. Um. Yes, I'm. i in my happy moment there. I love steak. How yeah. old were you when this was taken? About seven. Okay, and eight. if you could talk to this Francis right now, what would you tell him? Uh, he's doing
1: really well, and uh, life ahead was guess, as he imagined. Nothing that Francis can't do. The master as well. What was he doing around a gas bra at seven years old? That's maybe something else we should be chatting about. Michael Kostler doing a lovely job with the warm and fuzzies on TennisChannel.com and also on our YouTube channel. Up next, we're going to talk a little Nick Kyrgios who's had to pull out of Washington. We're going to talk about his injury updates and potentially some retirement talk. over to Poland, to Warsaw, where everything was happening today. Lots of tennis because of the weather. Iga Schwantek, the top seed there. Hometown favorite was taking on the 18-year-old, Tracy.
2: Yeah, Noskova in the far court got to the finals of Adelaide this year. She's really had a breakout season, but it was a little bit too much to play against Schwantek. Schwantek so solid from the baseline, both backhand and forehand. Her defense, her offense, Noskova has such a a bright future. This is a a good moment for her to test herself against the best in the game. But Fikas Piontek, she used the crowd, playing it in her home country. And she looks very, very motivated. Remember last year when she played in her home country, she lost to Garcia. She wants to take this title. And she knows that if she wins this match in straight sets, she will have another one today because yesterday it rained. She looks solid.
1: Yeah, a good performance from her as you say a couple of matches we say uh, she was uh, playing lights out uh, today this is the reason why Jimmy at the end of this one
3: yeah she got through the first set very quickly Wickmire also had a match earlier today that she wanted straight sets against Heather Watson so you didn't think fitness was going to cause anybody problems but Spontek had a 6-1-5-2 lead cruising and a couple of errors and a couple of great shots from Wickmire and all of a sudden While the sun is still shining, because she's from Poland and they decided she's not, the momentum's not with her, it's too dark to play. We're stopping at 5 all. we're going to start again tomorrow. I'm sort of kidding, but sort of not.
1: Three match points came, and went for Iga as she left the court. She'll be back again tomorrow, but uh, we're hoping that she can finish off with my, who started the year outside the world's top 300, who is now back inside. The world's top 100 has been fascinating to see her. Sigmund getting past Tatiana Maria in three sets, and she will be looking for her third title. She's won in Brasad, she won in Stuttgart, the German Whitmire getting past Heather Watson coming from behind in that opening set. That is what's on the menu for tomorrow coming from Warsaw. As we whip you over to Umag, where we just were in Croatia, and it is the renaissance, the resurgence of Stan the Man.
2: Stan, the man at 38 years old, right now, and he did not look his age. He played fantastic tennis. It was both holding their serve, great shot making. So much power from Cinego, the Italian with a lot of talent. But it was this game that was so interesting. Cinego looked to be in control of this point, and then watch the anticipation and the guile from the Swiss man. That starts to shift the game in, got the break there, and got the set. And in the second set, it was exactly the same thing. It seems like Stan knows exactly when to lift his game. I like that two-hander half-volley there, showing such great power, especially with that backhand wing, but the the drop shots in the good field. And Stan was pushed a little bit. This was on his third match point. He had two aces in that game, the veteran coming through nicely to close it out. Big
1: moment for him. Great atmosphere in Umag takes on Alexei in for the very first time. Poporin's won one title before, Vavrinka 16. Remember he had that incredible stretch back in about 2013 to 16. for Brinker won 11 straight finals on the tour. Three of those, of course, were majors looking for his uh, 17th, as we say, on the clay courts in Croatia. Hopefully Poporin's not watching this show, hearing
3: all the <laughs> on the finals, how great Stan is.
1: Well, Stan is great. And another player that was great last year was Nick Kyrgios. (laughs) Off the back of the final in Wimbledon, he actually backed it up very nicely in the American hard-court summer. He took the title in Washington in very nice fashion. Of course, pushed through to get through to the quarterfinals of the U.S. Open, knocked out Medvedev, lost a five-set thriller against Hashinov. Here he is picking up his second Washington title. But unfortunately, because of the knee and wrist injuries, he is out. That also prompted him to talk a little bit about potential retirement plans.
3: The sport's crazy. Like, it's. The schedule is out of control. just old, bro. I'm getting old. 28, yeah.
2: Yeah, but all all the drinking and partying, I'm like 57. (laughs) That's Fo's fault, bro. I don't have those genetics, bro. You had
1: at least five more years. No, chance bro for, no way bro there's no chance
3: I'm playing until Kyrgios playing until 33 is insane I'm not playing till
1: 33 oh, I promise you when I'm gone you will never see me again I think I might just coach, coach Foe full time That would be highly ironic, wouldn't it, if he's going to coach. He is the most uncoachable player out there, and yet he is going to be the coach. There has been precedent before, of course. The Williams sisters always said they were going to exit stage left very early on, and they are obviously, Venus is still around at the moment. Tracy, do you believe him?
2: I don't know what to believe. (laughs) You know, I I kind of find it sad that you're playing a professional sport, and you just don't absolutely love it. You don't drink it up. I mean, we just finished Taylor Fritz's match, and that's his 18th tournament that he's playing in Atlanta. And Paul Anacone says he has to pull the reins in for Taylor not to play more. He just wants to compete. And that's what you have to feel. You don't have to feel like it's such a long season. You want to just feel like you're lucky to be out there.
3: For me, I think Kyrios, I don't know what he's talking about when he says the schedule is out of control. He's played one match this year. (laughs) He seems to take every other year off. So he should be able to play for another 25 years. The guy's so talented. He doesn't really train. He doesn't do all the things that are actually difficult and make it hard. And he doesn't seem to care, although obviously he does. It's just interesting to listen to him talk. Let's see what happens when he's 33. But as as we're talking right now, I don't know if he's going to play five more matches. He's played once so far this year, and I'm not sure wrist, knee, his tattoo is hurting him too much to play. That I, I, would hurt. Pokemon, maybe. I don't that know. Would Something's hurt. going on, but. Let's hopefully see him again. He was great last year. He for whatever reason, last year he was great. He loves Washington, by the way. He won it twice. The first time he won in 2019, he's talking to people in the stands, where should I serve I yes. tell him where to serve. He's
1: hitting aces.
2: He's fun to watch. I, people love to it's watch It's
1: great him. for the game to have him play, but he's got to play sometimes. Yep, more Pokemons on his back. The match is played, as Jimmy says, this year. There are nine Nick. Pokemons yeah,
2: on his back.
1: <laughs> nine on his back, but let's hope he gets back. The game is better for Nick in it, involved in it. Of course, he's going to polarize people's opinions, but his influence on it has been considerable on this particular sport as we just run you through the schedule for tomorrow. It is the Warsaw final. Of course, a little bit of a finish there for Spontek against Wickmire before the final gets underway. We got another final coming in Hamburg at 9am Eastern Atlanta. All eyes will be that and hopefully all eyes will be back on TC Live after that's all done so that we can wrap up absolutely everything for you. There is still more tennis to come on Tennis Channel coming from hot Atlanta soon. Before we get to the second semi in Atlanta, let's rewind to this hot shot. Jimmy Arias, taught me through it.
3: This hot shot's ridiculous. Half volley, 20 feet over the net. But it drops all the way back. He gets to it, touches it before he touches the net. Tries to hold his pose there without touching the net. I would have made the argument, because there it is, he got a racket on it. If it bounces twice before he touches the net, he would have won the point. I think that's the rule. Correct. And I would have correct. been, I would have been arguing that whether I was right or not, if, <laughs> if I would see. <laughs>
1: well, that With is the umpire, deal, though, right,
3: Jimmy? I mean, because it was awfully close. That's all I can say. I couldn't tell when I watched it. It seemed to be almost simultaneous. Does a tie go to the runner? I mean, how does it work? <laughs> in, yeah, in that I mean rule? that's
2: subjective. That's we don't, yeah. Have, yeah. we can't replay that. But it looked like. He touched the net before the second. Just,
1: just a quick one. All, all main courts at the U.S. Open are going to have video replays this year. So all the show courts are going to have video replay for what I understand is for moments like that. We've been a bit late to the party in tennis with technology, but that's got to be a great thing. Yeah, I
2: agree. I'm all for technology, even on clay courts. Now we too often see looking at different marks and the same mark, and everybody has a different opinion. So, and that is so hard for a chair umpire to a split second. It could be the biggest moment of a match I think it's really important to have.
3: it was actually somewhat of an important moment so it, it is interesting how if I feast didn't even argue it and I think maybe because he didn't know the rule because it was so close you would at least I think would think say, every
2: tennis player would know that rule you would think yeah But he he obviously he's in the middle of it. He's trying to hold his balance. He may not. He couldn't have seen
1: the second bounce. That was going to be the bigger. You can, of course, if you're playing social tennis, just tap that ball right back into the net if you've got time. Kill it straight in the net. That's your point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's
2: that's a good effort. (laughs) Yeah, that's actually
1: occasionally happens. What uh, always happens on Championship Sunday is the biggest matches, the best players that have really been lighting things up. There is so much that catches your eye, Wickmeyer or Fiance. I have to say that I'm uh, a little partial to Stan there, Tracy.
2: Yeah, I think it'll be exciting for Stan. He hasn't won a title in four years, and he has put so much hard work into it with foot injuries knee injuries pop Rin's obviously very experienced but you just feel like stan when he gets the momentum he's tough to beat uh taylor fritz can he win his second title this year and both would be on american hard courts it'd be exciting for taylor to get a nice good momentum swing before before the rest of the, this hardcourt season
3: he did not have a great hardcore season in the summer last year and by his standards so he does have an opportunity to Get that ranking back from number nine back to number five or higher. So yes, it'd be a great way for him to start. Obviously, the summer and get some confidence. Hugo Ambert, I know Vukic has played so well, also, but Hugo Amber is seven and seven when he plays top ten players. That's remarkable, and he's also three and zero oh when he gets to finals. So, if I'm Taylor, I'm cheering for Vukic.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And I think that Umber is much more dangerous than Vukic. I mean, Vukic has a big serve. He's just broken into the top 100 this year as a 27-year-old. So, again, a a nice story there. But Umber, is 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 he got some... Big shot-making yeah, he, skills with a lefty serve. He can can opener that. He got to the semis of, of Newport last week, and uh, I think he's he's could be dangerous.
3: Anyone that's 500 against top 10 is dangerous. That by definition he has weapons. there We don't know with Vukic. Vukic has served unbelievably well. He's hit his forehand great. I've never seen his, his backhand. Hand. I think I could outrun it. It goes nowhere. Well,
2: Jimmy, it, it Jimmy, doesn't Jimmy, really release on the backhand. It's pretty. Stiff. Exaggerating
1: again I'm going to start a race yeah. with it when he hits it. And see. <laughs> well, you're going to. I'm going to see how fast you move it's in a minute because you're lot. about to go to the commentary booth. Yeah, that's with true. Martin Ellis for that I mean, particular match minutes. in Hamburg, we've obviously got Sasha Zvere, Leslo Jara, one in Rio. That's a 500 on clay. The only man, of course, to have won all the 500s on clay is at all, I don't know. There we go, there are three no. of them, and he is yeah. looking, yeah, there we go. It wasn't a tough question. That was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought
2: it was a trick question. No, no no, <laughs> no, no, no,
1: no, no, That was, I was setting you up nicely there. I wouldn't be doing that. But Gera coming in there looking for his second 500. That will not, uh, that will be uh, a fascinating test against the rangy German as we see the players take to court in Atlanta tonight. Hugo Humbert is one of those players that when he gets that magic elixir of confidence, as you say, is dangerous. This is his second successive semifinal, Jimmy.
3: I agree. That's He is dangerous when he's confident. He loses confidence easily, seemingly, so that's why the ranking has stayed high, but he he's playing well again right now. He's going to be dangerous. Vukic, I was so impressed with the way he returned serve yesterday against Eubanks. He served great, but he also made so many returns, so... He was impressive for a guy just breaking into the top 100.
2: Yeah, he's worked very, very hard. He played college tennis at Illinois all four years. And so he's gradually, with his hard work and his work ethic, I, I know him very well because of Brandon's practice with him a lot. Brandon actually played him a couple of times. And uh, you've got to give credit to a guy like that who knows where his weaknesses were. His backhand was his weakness. And it still is not as good as the forehand, but it's much, much better. His return solid. Everything has improved with Vukic. Um, you know, with Umber, you wonder sometimes he's, is this a guy that just loses focus sometimes and just loves the big stage, the big moments, like you said, there are those players.
1: And this is very much a big moment for Vukic, who is into his first ever semi-final, both chasing caviar dreams in Atlanta. You will be in the safe and wonderful company of Mark Knowles as Jimmy Arias ties up his trainers. We're about it's to see to here, just folks. how fast he can move. And I can tell you, ladies and gentlemen, it's not particularly quick. We'll be back <laughs> hey. a lot faster.
2: Go, Jimmy, go! Go, Come Jimmy, go! On, Jimmy. Come on, Jimmy! <laughs>